Greetings, everyone. I'm excited to welcome Christian Ritosek, co-founder and CEO of Candice on the show today. Christian, welcome to the show. Hey, Ben. Thanks for having me. Yeah, great to have you here. Appreciate it. You're in Germany, so a little bit of a time difference here. But let's kick <laughs> right. this off and tell us a little bit about your background and maybe your background in SaaS. Yeah, so I'm Christian. I I'm like um, like 39 years years old. I am tech entrepreneur since now I think 12 years or so. So right after university, I started a company in the fintech space. So it was rather like when fintech wasn't called fintech. So mm -hmm. we did like prepaid Visa cards, um, sold it on the internet, sold it at gas stations, and out of that we built a um, P2P money sending app, something like Venmo in the US. We built it wow. for Europe was sold in 2015 and then after that I was like okay what to do now and then had the idea because I saw there's a lot of automation going on in sales and a lot of automation in marketing but if you look at back office processes especially financial processes it's still like very like manual work um, companies use excel email signature folders we call it the disaster triangle and I thought okay we we have to change that and yeah, build Candice in that space. I love that. So the disaster triangle you said is Excel, email, and what else? Right, uh, Excel, email, and signature folders. So basically where you need to sign like documents or invoices uh -huh. in order to, to approve them for payments. That okay. is a big, big thing, especially here in Germany. Okay, okay, I love that. Yeah, I love the disaster triangle. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, hearing that as a CFO. Uh, so tech entrepreneur, since you came out of university, was just great. And so tell us a little bit about Candice. What does Candice do? Yeah, so we automate accounts payable processes for mid-market and junior enterprise companies in Germany. So right now we are German-based, but the vision is to, to become the uh, go-to go -to solution for Europe. So um, yeah, we are right now 110 people here in Berlin. Mm -hmm. um, named one of the fastest growing tech companies in Germany, according to Deloitte. And we automate all processes from like receiving an invoice until it's paid, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's a very manual process. You or companies have their ERP systems, they have their accounting systems, but someone still has to gather. So collect the invoices, enter the invoice data into a system, um, trigger approval processes, create payment lists, then initiate the payment, um, archive the invoices, send them to bookkeeping, and so on and so on. So it's a very, very manual process. Process, mm -hmm. um, and that, that that is what we call the disaster triangle. Yeah. So companies are are caught in that, and we automate this whole process with machine learning technology. So you connect Candice to your various data sources where you receive invoices from, and then Candice automatically collects those invoices, captures invoice data. And then um, basically sends it for collaboration processes, like mm -hmm. approval processes, creation of payment lists, and so on. So companies save a lot of time, cost, and effort in order to manage all those invoice processes. Yeah, it makes total sense. And so right now you said you're focused mainly on the German market, mid-market enterprise companies. And... So tell me about, say, the integrations. Do you in integrate to all the major accounting uh, software out there? Or tell us about some of those major integrations that you have. Yeah. So you typically have your accounting tool in place or your ERP system. Mm -hmm. So we started out in Germany. There's like Datev, which is comparable mm -hmm. to the US, like Intuit or so. It owns mm -hmm. large 
portion of the market, mid-market companies, so they use DATEV, so we're deeply integrated to DATEV, but also into other systems like SAP, um, um, Microsoft Dynamics, NetSuite, so all the like mm -hmm. ERP tools where the data will end finally. Okay, so wherever that, that invoicing data sets, you can collect to say data of SAP, Dynamics, NetSuite, and then feed that data then into your process, your engine, you know, to then start that workflow. Yeah. And so focused on, on Germany right now, and then will it be then Europe and then global? Tell us about kind of your expansion, your international expansion efforts. Yeah. So right now, German focused. Then next year, we plan to go to GSA, so to um, Switzerland and Austria. And from there, we right now, Europe is a very, very interesting market for us because right now it's quite fragmented. So mm -hmm. each country, there is like no unified invoice um, templates. Um, mm -hmm. and so, so no unified invoices and each market is very fragmented. But right now, there's like um, due to open banking, banking gets unified. And also there is um, a regulatory environment that is changing so that mm -hmm. there will be um, um, a unified invoice format over the next mm -hmm. five to 10 years. Um, mm -hmm. And so it's a very, very interesting market for us. Right now we focus on Germany, then Switzerland, Austria, and then we take the company to Spain, France, and then continental Europe. That's the goal for the next two to three years. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Really interesting. Uh, and so tell us, uh, when was your company founded? When was Canis founded? So originally we started out in 2015. Mm -hmm. um, first we did like a little bit in consulting, right. And like mm -hmm. um, consulting companies to take their analog processes to, to digital processes. Then out of that, we built a solution for smaller companies. So companies that have up to 20 employees and then um, uh, with mm -hmm. the vision to automate their whole bookkeeping processes. But then we realized that we were approached by larger and larger companies. So companies that have more than 50 employees and they didn't want to automate their whole bookkeeping processes, but rather mm -hmm. a very tiny portion that's got the, um, that causes a lot of pain and that was accounts payable. Mm -hmm. um, so we're really focused on those clients and since, I think 2018, it was roughly when we when we pivoted into those bigger clients, the company is really fast growing. Yeah, and that's amazing. I hear that a lot with founders who left a company or sold the company and then start out consulting and then right, yeah, create a product out of that. And so with the companies, is there sort of any threshold that you see where a customer is a good fit, like employee size, revenue range? Is it 50, 100 employees where it's like, hey, they're going to have enough uh, uh, accounts payable pain for our solution to be effective? Yeah, it's typically, so our main ICP and our main delimiter is invoice volumes. So the number of invoices, mm -hmm. and that depends. Some companies with 30 people, they produce a lot of like um, incoming invoices and mm -hmm. some with other people, but rule of thumb is that it starts like from 50 people onwards, your AP processes get more like complicated and you really have a, Okay. Um, meaningful ROI. Right. Yeah. All about the the invoice volume, you know, employee size, but maybe generally 15 and above makes sense. And so you mentioned you are located in Germany and uh, and in Berlin. You said, are you headquartered in Berlin? Yes. Right. Uh, headquartered in Berlin, um, around 100 people, I think 110 people here. 
Okay. Yeah, now um, we we are due to COVID, we went a little bit more remote, right? Mm-hmm. So we also hired across Europe. I mean, mainly focused in Berlin, but we have some people also across Europe that we bring together once a quarter for company events. Okay, so a little bit in Europe. Uh, and how is that? Is like is it country to country or, or Germany? Do you see is it more? working in an office or some other companies in Berlin, other founders that you know, or is it, is it completely remote, you know, so it doesn't matter Berlin or elsewhere. Do you see a mix in Berlin of remote or in headquarters? Yeah, it's uh, well, yeah, definitely changed now um, through COVID. So right now what we see is more hybrid. I think Germany is a little bit where other countries tend to bring people back to the offices. Mm-hmm. Um, Germany still a little bit behind and really goes hybrid so okay we are think with us with our company people are in the office like three days a week roughly and then two days home office and at some companies it's two days in the office at some it's four days in the office but none companies it's five days so yeah okay yeah yeah still still a mix so a team size about 110 employees mainly berlin maybe a little bit in europe and then tell us Anything you want to share around your scale, revenue size, ARR ranges to help us give a sense of of scale for your company? Yeah, we are around now, like hitting um, early next year, the 10 million ARR. That's the the, the size. Um, Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Congrats. Big number. Uh, Yeah. Very exciting. And what about, so you just recently raised some capital, but how much capital have you raised in total? Now. Yeah, we have raised right now in total thirty million dollars. Um, obviously, there's now a large portion still in the bank account. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, good. So yeah, raised thirty million to date, and then you just recently raised. Let me see. So sixteen million. Yes. Right. Recently, and yeah. what in the in the news releases? It, I don't think it really said if that was like. Uh, you know, series A, seed, do you characterize that as any sort of round of capital or just a, just another general raise? Yeah. So that's hard to say in these times. So it's late A, early B. Let's, let's call it like that. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Late A, early B. And so 30 million raised to date, you know, 16 million raised recently. So what did you see? Were there any triggers, milestones with that 16 million raise that you said, you know, hey, it's it's time to raise again. Did you see anything, experience anything that said, you know, you know, Christian as a founder, co-founder, I'm I'm ready to raise more capital? Yeah. So the thing is, um, we we saw that or we see that like back office automation is a huge topic now. And it's like um really like COVID um, or due to during mm-hmm. COVID like that really changed the mindset of also like um, um, mid-market company CFOs that really said okay now we need to go digital and we also need to to uh, digitize our offices here and with that mm-hmm. uh, sales went up right so we are now like producing more and more leads and basically we said okay now it's time to raise because then we can fuel our mm-hmm. growth and um, yeah, make this company yeah make, make this company bigger. And even in this right now, in this current market environment, uh-huh. we see sales going up because um, I mean companies they want to have an overview about their like financials and want to have more efficiency in their processes. And 
yeah, that is why I think right now is also good timing for us and for a company like ours. So we're very like crisis resistant, and that is why we we also raised recently. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You know, thinking of you, know, I'm a CFO by trade, so you know, remote work, hybrid. You know, when you get those invoices come in, a paper invoice sometimes, or you you know, and it's like I can't just walk it to that director and say, hey, do you approve this? You know, so harder to to collaborate and and get those invoice approvals. So that makes a lot of sense. Uh, yeah. So have raised a you know a good amount of capital so far. You know, for the founders listening you know, out there, or anyone who's thinking about a fundraiser, going through a fundraise, any lessons that you learned, you know, going through these these capital raises? Yeah, so I did some capital raises right now. So um, during my career, um, mm -hmm. I think one of the biggest lessons is like pitch to the right person at the right fund and it's typically like at partner level right so try to pitch to partners directly um, at the right fund so uh -huh. um, if you're in um, b2b SaaS and you want to and you're pitching to a health tech or healthcare fund that obviously doesn't work out and try to get there to the right person at the right fund through intros so um, introduction to business angels or whatever like people that are trusted by the funds that is um, because we due to that so in my early days we we got no's from funds and then we got a re-intro from a business angel that was trusted by the fund and then it turned to be a yes at the end right so it's really like um important to get mm. uh intro Another lesson is tell a big vision, right? I mean, we as Germans, we tend to be more like neutral or realistic, but wow. investors, they want to hear a huge story, right? If you talk to US founders, for example, they revolutionize the world. But if you talk to German founders, they make the world more efficient, right? Wow. But investors want revolution. So um, I think, yeah, you have to yeah, be a good storyteller and mm -hmm. tell a huge story. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense and cultural difference, geographic difference, you know, but that comes up a lot, you know, the right niche, there are a lot of say funds who understand SaaS, but they understand back office automation. And then you know, you said, you know, you know, warm intros, right, get those warm intros to the right partners at the right funds. And then, yeah. you know, storytelling, right, telling that story, selling that vision so important. Uh, so great, great tips and tricks there for others who are going through fundraising right now. So appreciate that. So what's next for Candice? What's coming up that's that's exciting for the company? Yeah, so what is super interesting, we are processing huge invoice volume. So the, the dollar amount printed on invoices just crossed like $30 billion um, in, in total. So we're processing right now $8 billion a, a quarter. And this is like right now for us as a company, not monetized yet, right? So mm -hmm. um, we are... And now it's all about like monetization and creating value for customers. And one of the things that the customers want to do with our software is like paying invoices, um, pre-financing of invoices. We just launched cards, credit cards for our customers. So the customers mm -hmm. also can route certain kind of a spend through credit cards and get some cash back there and so mm -hmm. on. So that is something that we are now like um, doubling down on. And with that also our that is one thing and the other thing is that we are winning more and more bigger customers so customers in the like 50k plus acv segment okay yeah so tell us a little bit more about that so huge potential it sounds like with additional monetization strategies through the volume of dollars going through your platform so how do you monetize right now how do you price your product 
Yeah, right. So right now, pricing is tied to document the number of invoices, number of documents that you upload to the system that in tiers, right? So up mm. to 200 a month or up to 400 a month, you're in a certain tier. Um, and then also, if you want to add like additional users, additional companies, there's also like price. So it's very individual pricing starting at like uh, $250 roughly a, a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and going up our from with customers from like 5k ACV up to like 50k ACV mm-hmm. right now. But this this right now purely SaaS pricing. And now okay. it's all about like getting a share of payments and transaction revenues on top. Okay. Yeah. So pure kind of SaaS pricing based on tiers, volume of invoices going through your system and now looking at the volume of 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 currency go- dollars going through your system and see if you can monetize that. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, so really appreciate your time today, Christian, and sharing your story, sharing about what Candace does. So if the listeners want to learn more about Candace, where can they find you? Where should I point them online? Yeah, it's it's our website. It's candice.io, so C-A-N-D-I-S dot I-O, or LinkedIn. You can reach out to me on LinkedIn, whatever suits you best. Okay, well, sounds good. So listeners, if you want to learn more about Candice and AP automation, go to Candice, C-A-N-D-I-S dot I-O and look up Christian on LinkedIn and connect with them. So Christian, really appreciate your time today and sharing your story. Good. Thanks a lot, Ben. All right. Thanks, Christian.